What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Writer's Block. My name is Marley, of course, and it is Wednesday. Um, you know, it's been a minute. It's been a second. Uh, last week was skipped, um, and the, the reason was because I got a new computer, as you can see behind me. It's a new setup, um, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, my MacBook Pro was, it had taken a beating. You know, it's been with me for a minute, and uh, it was it was time for an upgrade. So right now I have the uh, M2 Mac Studio, and uh, it's treating me well so far, super fast. And, um, you know, the the goal is just to be able to put stuff together like this and do dope stuff, and, and that's always been the goal, and it remains the goal, so I'm excited about it. But uh, anyway, getting into the podcast, um, of course, it is sunny outside. It's Wednesday, like I said, and it's beautiful. The day is beautiful. I'm super grateful to be here today. Um, I'm trying to practice gratitude a little bit more. Um, just because I think it's important, you know, and, and it's something that I don't actually practice a lot. So, um, definitely grateful for the day. Um, and you know, hopefully you're grateful for something, you know, think about it, take a second. Matter of fact, you should take full of beat. No, I'm kidding. Think about it, take a second and, and figure out what you're grateful for. It's definitely something that's going to make your day a lot better. You know, it's a little bit later than seven right now. Um, Today I got, you know, started a bit late. Like I said, I got a new a new computer. So uh, setting that up today was crazy. I should have set it up last night, but I'm a, I'm a procrastinator, to, to be honest. So um, I didn't set it up, set it up today, and it took a little bit. And it's honestly, it's still not set up all the way. Um, I'm hoping that this podcast turns out good, you know, as far as the sound goes, because this is the first time I'm using Logic on this computer. So bear with me. If, if that's the case. But anyway, today I wanted to talk to you guys um, about some stuff. The, the biggest thing really, you know, is expression, right? Like I'm an artist and I'm assuming most of you guys are. And if you're not an artist, you're just a human being, right? Um, I feel like expression is a huge part of that. And hopefully you agree. Um, being able to say what you want to say and, and feel how, like, first of all, feel how you, how you feel, you know, and then be able to express it. Um, I think is, is not only a God given right, but it's something that's necessary. You know what I mean? Like we have to be able to express ourselves. Now, whether you do that through conversation or an art form, um, that's up to you, but the expression in and of itself is, is what's important. And as I was thinking about it, you know, some questions came up ethically more so, I guess. But the first question, you know, that crossed my mind and, and it's a thing that is discussed quite a bit in my life, um, just, you know, amongst friends. I've, I've had this talk with a few people, um, you know, whether they're at the church or whether they're, you know, not in a church or, you know, my mom or whoever, you know what I mean? And the conversation for me is always at what point is expression too much, right? Uh, 
I make music, like I said, and um, even outside of the music, sometimes, every now and again. And, and to be honest, it's been throughout my life, you know, like I remember being in like fourth grade and I would cuss, you know, and my mom has told me stories about uh, me being a, a baby uh, pretty much and, and saying cuss words. And, you know, I think that's something normal that babies probably do. Like you hear stuff or whatever and you're just kind of trying out words. But as you get older, you begin to know the difference uh, and and you're able to, or people are, they begin to correct you, right? Um, so the conversation becomes, you know, is it good, bad, ugly, right? Um, I was always brought up, you know, I was always taught that cussing is a bad thing. Um, and so right now in music, I, I use cuss words sparingly. And if I do, it's usually shit. I don't know why, um, but I feel like shit is, is probably the least bad word. I don't, I have no clue why I feel that way, but it, it feels like, it. I mean, it's up there with like hell and damn, you know what I mean? But, um, it just feels good. It feels right. I don't, I don't know how else to explain that, but, um, you know, part of that, part of the thing is for me at least is being aware that I have other people looking to me. You know, I remember when I started, um, working at the uh, Fruitland campus for our church, um, all these kids would follow me on Instagram. And like I said, my music is not bad, quote unquote, it's not, it's not bad. Um, but at the same time, I can talk about some things that are of adult nature, I guess, like, um, drinking or drugs or, uh, sex or whatever, you know? And, and I never want to steer someone the wrong way. And not so much the wrong way, but just in a way that doesn't serve them at that moment in their life. I want people to be able to choose what they're doing, you know what I mean? And, and I don't really want to have an influence there. The truth is, though, we all have an influence um, on, on someone. So that's unavoidable. But hopefully you guys get what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't want to impart my ways on someone who isn't thinking the way I'm thinking or behaving the way I'm behaving um, I am fully responsible for my behavior and how I act and they need to be responsible for theirs. Um, so I don't ever want to muddy the waters there, but like I said, for me, it's expression. It's like, and here's how I explain it all the time. It's like, uh, if I were an artist as far as like drawing or painting and you gave me a palette of white, blue, and red and told me, you know, that's what you, what you have. Don't mix them. Don't do anything. To me, that's essentially what you're doing when you censor language, right? Um, red is cool, but sometimes you need pink or sometimes you need like fuchsia and sometimes you need uh, burgundy. And they're all derivatives of red, but they feel different, right? Like um, I don't want to paint a pink fire. I would use red, you know what I mean? I'd use orange, I'd use yellow, I'd use blue or something, you know what I mean? Like we're given these colors, we're given these, um, these different hues, these different tones to express what we see in the most accurate way. Um, for me, language is the same thing and it doesn't always have to be cuss words, right? Like it, it, it just doesn't, doesn't, you know, I'm not going to say cuss words cause that sounds really immature. It doesn't have to be profanity. 
Um, it can, it can be all kinds of things. Um, it can, instead of saying, uh, you know, bad, maybe it's evil, right? Instead of saying good, maybe it's righteousness. Um, they mean different things. They feel different when you, when you say them, when you hear them. Um, and I feel the same way about profanity. You know what I mean? Like I could say, shoot, that was terrible. Or I could say, shit, that was terrible. And one has a, a heavier meaning. Um, the moral aspect of that for some people and, and by proxy, I think for me is that it's a bad word, quote unquote. Right. Um, but to me, here's how I look at it and, and feel free to tell me if you, you know, look at it differently. Um, and granted you can't just tell me right now live, but you can leave a comment somewhere, message me. I don't, I don't care, but I definitely want to, uh, have a conversation around it. Cause I always, I think it's very interesting, like how people look at profanity, but for me, it was like this is, it kind of is it's weird because you grow up, right. And maybe when you're younger, you're told shut up is a bad word, right? Don't say shut up. Why? It's a bad word. It's not nice. Um, you get older and people say shut up all the time. <laughs> people say shut up every single day. And I guess that doesn't, make it any less rude, right? Um, you know when to use it, when not to use it. You know, you're able to reason for yourself in that way. And so you get people, you know, like women may say, girl, shut up, you know, or whatever. Or, you know, however you use it. The point is you use it the way you use it when you think it's necessary around the people. You wouldn't go to your boss and say, shut up, right? Like, you know that. Um, and it doesn't make it necessarily a bad word. It's just not a good word for that environment. Um, and that's how I look at it. Like, uh, being told that shut up is a bad word and then growing up and being able to use it whenever, what made it bad? You know what I mean? Like we deemed it bad. I think people are what gives words power, you know, um, for me to say shoot and really mean shit to me is like, Right, you're just you're just switching the word out. The intent is still there, and it has a lot to do with intent to to me. So if you if you're walking around saying what the frick, come on, we know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? What the heck? We know what you're saying. So you're just substituting words. But what makes that any different than saying the word? You know what I mean? The the the, the intent is still behind it, um, and I think that we kind of give that word power. We're saying, Hey, you know, this is a, a bad thing to say. And to me, it's just not true. Now all the time, I think there are places where those words aren't acceptable. I definitely believe that. And I think that you should govern yourself accordingly, figure out where you should be saying it, whatever, whatever. But in art, I think it has a place. Um, I think that in, in like I said, in music and give me a second, I got to take some water. Like I said, in music, um, it has a place. In poetry, it has a place. Um, acting, it has a place. And what's funny to me, too, I always say it, but um, you always hear, you know, Jay-Z, man, or whoever, whatever artist, I'm just using him as an example. He's profane. He uses a bunch of cuss words, you know, whatever, whatever. He needs to watch his mouth. However you hear it, um, whenever people say it, 
that's what I'm talking about. But you never really hear people say, hey, man, Denzel is really just cussing out here. And I find that so funny. I guess it's because you realize that Denzel is make-believe. Like, he's he's playing a role. And you assume that Jay-Z is not, which I don't think he is in his music. He's not playing a role. But to me, it's a job, right? Like, Denzel, is he has a job. And part of that job includes the language that he's using. And that language paints a different picture. Imagine training day without cuss words. Come on, seriously. That wouldn't work out. It wouldn't work out. So in that same vein, in that same um, in that same way, you have Jay-Z, who is someone who grew up um, someone who grew up in, in the streets. Like he's a, he was a drug dealer. He was, you know, like it would be weird for him not to cut. I, to me, I think that would be strange. Um, and beyond that, it just expresses things in a total different way for him. Um, I also think that everybody says it. <laughs> I also think that everybody says it. Like not in, and it, it kind of goes back to, you know, it's more about where you are and, and who you're around and when you use it. But, but like, I think when people listen to music in their cars, they're not censoring themselves. That's just not a thing. You're saying the cuss words, be real people. But you know, neither here nor there. Um, I think that for me, you know, it's it's all about expression. It's all about painting the 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 portrait with the colors you want to paint it with, and part of that is profane language. I believe. Um, now, whether or not you use it all the time, you know, that I think some things are just tasteful and some things are distasteful. But not for me to decide for you. You know, it's. It's just my opinion there, but I do think it, it has a place in art for sure. Um, and we could get into all kinds of conversations about that, like whether it's good morally or whether it's good in like a religious standpoint and all kinds of stuff. But we'll leave that, we'll leave that there for, for a second. Um, it's funny though, that if you look at an artist, if you look at someone who's painting or if you look at someone who's doing poetry, um, especially like the, I will use poetry, for example, James Baldwin or Nikki Giovanni and, you know, any of those people, um, they, they were unapologetic with their expression. And I think that's an important thing. Um, not having to feel like you have to, um, pardon yourself or excuse yourself or, or make, um, excuses for yourself, uh, make concessions, um, for yourself, not even just in art, but in life, you know what I mean? Living life, how you want to live life. Um, I think it's important and, uh, it's so weird because, um, I think that some things can get in the way of that. And it's, it's one thing that I think about all the time. Um, Religion, for example, you know, it will have you censoring yourself. Um, and maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, I, I think we need to live up to a standard, right? And to me, that just goes back to, you know, where are you at? Who who are you around? When are you saying these things? But um, one of the things that I always think about is just like, in my, in my gut, I know exactly like what I want to do, music I want to make, how I want to say the things I want to say, blah, blah, blah. And there's always this, this fight, this back and forth of 
or from a, a religious standpoint, the way I was brought up, you know, it's like you don't say certain things. Right. And it's it's not, I can't even say it's the way I was brought up. Like, yes, it is, but no, it's not. Because you, you grow up, you form your own, you know, um, rules and, and perceptions of things and all that kind of stuff. But there is this, like, like battle. And I, I, I hate that because I do think that, I think that religion is a hindrance in some ways. In more ways than, than not, I think it's a hindrance. Um, and, and that's a viewpoint for me, you know, um, and I don't mean spirituality. I mean, actual religion, like the construct, the, um, like the, the Pharisee type thing, right? Like, um, putting on this show, right. And, and not like a a relationship, but actual religion. And I think it kind of holds people back in that way um like I said me knowing the things that I want to do and then knowing like oh maybe this isn't good to say you know like having to censor yourself I think it's just tough you know you think about like Eminem recently was uh canceled almost he was almost canceled why because like kids from now are just going back and hearing his old stuff and they're just like, yo, it's terrible. He's degrading women. He's doing this and then whatever. First of all, shut up. <laughs> Second, shut up's not a bad word, guys. Remember. Second, it happened way before you. You know what I mean? Like, don't try to cancel someone who already did something. That's ridiculous. Like, and what I mean by that, not not saying bad stuff like obviously you if you want to cancel somebody who uh liked like date rape somebody of course like in the past cool cancel them whatever but someone who's rapping lyrics relax just relax i think this is such a sensitive um generation but neither here nor there um you know and by the way you can't cancel eminem like he's eminem Come on, man. He's he's a he's a national treasure at this point. Uh, but at what point do we realize that censorship um, is like the enemy of of creative process in a way? You know, I think artists are supposed to polarize. I think artists. You go into a museum, you look at a piece of art. One person is like, oh, that's beautiful. The other person is like, mm, I don't get it. And then those people can say, well, you know, what he's doing here is I think he's, you know, expressing the way he felt about his childhood. Another person comes up and looks at it. No, 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 no. He's actually talking about his take on adulthood and how it affects his childhood. It's actually like a, a time warp thing. Another person comes up and they say, oh, I don't get it. The other person comes up and says, it's actually just, you know, greenery and flowers and how he was a, you know, a, a gardener. So in that realm, you can now have a conversation. You've got people with different opinions and you can bounce those opinions off of one another. And hopefully the goal is to understand each other's view a little bit more, um, to have those conversations that open up, uh, that open up your, your understanding of other people your sympathy with other people. And the only way you can have those conversations, especially with art, and like I said, I think that's art's job, is if it's polarizing. It has to be something where somebody's like, I hate it, 
And another person's like, I love it. One person's like, I see this. The other person's like, I see that. Without that, we don't kind of, we, we don't do anything. We don't push forward. We don't understand each other. We don't even begin to have those conversations. And I think those conversations are important. And I think that's the job of the artist. Um, and part of that is expression. You know, part of that is saying, hey, we're not going to censor this. We're going to let you express yourself. Now, there does come a point, right? Like where it becomes super offending, right? You don't want um, someone getting on a microphone and saying that they hate black people or we hate white people and just going on a rant about that. It's tough. It's such a, it's such a fine line um, as far as censorship because you want to provide freedom of expression. That's a natural right. But you also want to be respectful of, of everyone. Uh, be, be cognizant of the, um, the pain points of people. I don't know how that works, to be honest. As I'm sitting here and I'm talking, I'm just like, man, that's a tough, that's a tough thing, you know, because, because you, you eventually will get to censoring something and that is tough, man. This is weird. Cause I just came to a realization, uh, you know, by myself sitting here, it's just censorship is tough. It's really tough, but I think that we got to let it rock. You know, we got to let it rock. I had a conversation with someone um, recently uh, about like black people and this person was white, you know? And for me, it was, the, so the conversation was on racism and it was like uh, about this new Jason Aldean song and how he's, you know, kind of alluding to um, a racial undertone is, is what the person was asking me. Like, do I feel like he's doing that? And so I, I had never heard the song. I don't really listen to Jason Aldean too much, to be honest, but I went, I looked up the lyrics and, you know, it says like, uh, uh, something about like the, the black and blue in a small town, you know, like it's just, it, I see how the, the things that he's saying could be taken as like, oh, he's being a little racist and, and not so much racist, but like, there's just this undertone of like, you know, what was going on in the world, um, or you know what is going on in the world and you're speaking on it, but in this kind of passive way, you know? And um, I think that for me, um, you know, I told them, it was like, I don't think that's racist. You know what I mean? I, I think that um, it's definitely prejudice, you know? And, but at the same time, it's like, man, I can't, I can't censor him. Um, he can say what he want. Now, the consequences of that he has to deal with, you know what I mean? Uh, and anybody would have to deal with. Um, but as far as, uh, and maybe that's how we do it. Maybe we say, hey, man, you can say what you want to say, but you got to realize there are consequences to what you say. Um, and, and still that even goes into censorship, man. It's, it's really a tough thing. But you know, maybe you guys can kind of shed light on that. Maybe you can, uh, you know, leave me a comment, something, definitely leave me a comment. And tell me what you think about censorship. How would you feel if you're an artist? How would you feel if somebody said, Hey, you can't take this picture. You can't say this thing. You can't, uh, make videos about this, whatever. 
Um, or if you're just a, you know, person driving around in their car and, you know, working at work or whatever. What if you somebody told you, you know, you can't talk to your kids this way? Not saying that you're talking to your kids in a bad way, but like you can't talk to them in this way or you can't uh, cook this for your family. Like don't don't express your love in this way. You know, don't don't cook. You got to go and do something else like I don't know what it is for you, what your censorship is, but I know that everybody feels that. I know that everybody in some way has felt like censored, just censored. And um, I think it's always an interesting conversation to have. I think people do not want to be censored. Uh, And I don't think it should be. I think life is just the thing that's like, it's expressive, you know. Um, And art imitates life, right? It does. Um, so I, I, I am curious to know how you guys feel about censorship. Does it even matter to you? You know, do, do you care about, you know, whether or not Lady Gaga is out here dressing the way she wants to dress or, you know, that's another thing too. Um, I look at, I follow Koi Ray. I love Koi Ray. She's amazing. And, um, and just like as a person, I really, I mean, I like her music too, but I don't really dive deep into her music. I've heard the singles and they're dope. Um, but as a person like following her on Instagram, I feel like it's the, she's the first person that I, I've seen on Instagram and really have understood the concept of people are not following you for your service or your product or your music or whatever. They're following you to get to know you as a person. Like I, I feel like she's the first person on Instagram that I felt that way about just because when she's on there, like she's, you know, like I, I woke up this morning and she was doing like a a makeup thing and she's not a makeup artist. Right. But she's just sitting there like kind of telling you like, Oh, this is what I do with my life. Here's what I do in the morning. Check it out. Whatever, whatever. Um, she takes like the behind the scenes pictures at her concerts. She's like, she's just really cool. And she's really good at showing her life in this way that, that makes you feel like, you know, her, it makes you feel like you're a part of, of, of what she's got going on. But, um, She's really expressive, you know, like in her, in her style, like I saw this one joint, she's got like black leather with like studs. It looked real, like real, like Britney Spears, like, um, not early Britney Spears, the cute, like dainty one, but like the, the, the avant-garde one, the, the little more edgy one, it kind of looked like that. Or I think even Christina Aguilera did that, um, at one point in time, she looked like kind of like it was weird. Like Grace Jones is home. Grace, Grace Jones ish almost. And, and she's really got this cool style about her, but I liked it. I thought that that was really expressive for her and it fits her. Um, it also, the outfit also kind of reminded me of, uh, I think it was TLC's album cover. Um, they're in like black, I think it's either them or three LW, but it might be three LW actually. But anyway, like, super expressive and I can only imagine if somebody was like hey you can't wear that you know then we wouldn't have that art like I mean imagine you know Virgil when he's making you know the off-white stuff hey man like he's like yo don't cut up our stuff we're gonna sue you and we're gonna blah 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 and we're gonna shut this down like we wouldn't have the off-white collection you know I mean like it wouldn't be a thing and those are things that just push the art forward. Those are things that push the culture forward. They get little kids and, and people like dreaming and saying like, hey, I can do this. They make us think outside the box and say, yo, I've got this 
this product, what if I destroy it and make something totally new? And I think that's what it should be. I think that that we by nature are creators and everybody wants to create something, whether that's, you know, um, creating a home for your family or creating the next, um, the next black album. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what it is for you, but whatever it is, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be if, if those artists, if those people before you were censored, if they were afraid to make the art that they, that they want to make, that they desire to make, if they were held back, you know, and in some cases they are, and, and especially by like labels. And you can always see where artists are um, kind of fighting that or, or even actors, you know what I mean? Where they're, where they're fighting. And I think it all comes from, it all stems from this, this feeling of, I can't express myself. And I think that's like a crime dog. Like that's, that's terrible. So yeah, man, definitely hit me up. Let me know what you guys think about censorship. Is it a fine line? Is it something that should be done? Is it something that shouldn't be done? If it should be done, how far should it go? How do we govern that? Is it something we can govern? You know, just let me know what you think all in all about censorship and expression. How, how should we express ourselves? How can we be respectful to people? Honestly, you're going to piss somebody off no matter what you do. So, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, to censor expressionism. So, yeah, let me, let me know what you guys think. And obviously, uh, thank you again for joining, man. I, I'm glad to be back. Um, I am not going to step away too long anymore. Uh, and it wasn't really too long. It's just a week. But it, it feels crazy, man. It feels like I really miss you guys. So, so yeah, we're, we're back. We're rolling. And um, I'll see you guys next time, right? Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. remember those nights stuck in my head, sun in your eyes. Stuck in my bed, yeah, yeah.